Well, hello everyone. This is Dola with Love in Your Life. So welcome. I um, this is a different. Um, I'm going to take a little diversion from my normal uh, career-oriented talk. Um, I think I've done that before uh, because I'm attempting to create uh, other kinds of shows within under the umbrella of Love in Your Life podcast because it does cover a lot of material um, professionally but I want to get more into the personal side and this seems like a an apt opportunity for me to um, bring up something that I think is very pertinent and I hope helpful. So um, I'm calling this podcast this the title of this one Love Versus Fear. You know sometimes things happen in the world that leave us speechless. Recently, the global virus COVID-19 brought us to our knees as our universe collapsed and came to a screeching halt. There was no time to prepare, no time to get used to the idea. We were in it before we could have our thoughts or conversation. As crazy as that was and is, the sudden murder of a black man at the hands of what is likely a mentally injured police officer was exactly what no one needed, let alone expected. I don't think we could have anticipated or expected this would happen again under normal circumstances, let alone during a world health crisis. And I mean, when I say that, I know that most of us were sickened as we watched the replay of the horror on video. And when I mentioned that we didn't expect it, maybe there are a segment, there is a segment of the population, um, the segment of people with people of color that almost did anticipate it. And I want to address that anticipation or expectation. Um, as I am not a person, well, I don't consider myself a person of color, although I'm not necessarily white, I'm tan. <laughs> but, um, but in all seriousness, I, I guess I didn't expect it, and I'm going to speak for myself, but I think there are a number of people who could join me in saying it was hard for us to believe that it could happen again, and that it could happen that a white man would kill a black man, and seemingly for absolutely the most you know innocuous of offenses that has nothing to do with anything that happened as a result of it. But I do think that there are that 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 I, there is a naivety in not expecting this, and I I only mean that because I think that's what you would say um, is how could you not expect it? It's happened before; it'll happen again. That's why this um, you know violent um, protest has happened, and I want to address that too: the violence versus the peaceful um, protest. Um, but I'm not. Uh, I, I, I am an optimism, optimist. I do believe that things are um, more, I do tend toward optimism and do tend to believe that things are more rosy than they actually are. Uh, but I do have a, um, a real belief and hope in our humanity. And I think that's where that comes from. And I don't think that's a bad thing. And again, this will all become clear um, when, as we go forward in this podcast, as I explain this. 
But I join most people of all colors um, because, and we see the unity across the globe. I mean, we, we have people in, in all countries protesting against the death of a black man, um, the unjustifiable murder of a man of color at the hands of a white man, you know, an official of the, of the country, a police officer. It's just plain and simply wrong and should not happen. Now, that said, I think that when we react violently, and again, I don't, uh, I, do, I make a distinction, and I think everybody does, between a peaceful demonstration of protest against this sort of thing. But when we, when we see the violence, and I, I don't even know if those people that are, are, the, that are, are looting and creating violent acts have anything to do with George Floyd. I don't think that they are, I think they're using him as a, the reason for their bad behavior. But I do think if there are any people who are reacting in a violent manner to protest um, the the unjust murder of a man, I think it, it precludes the idea of hope for me. It, it says when you react violently and you you react versus um, you know act or or have conversation, productive conversation about it. I think you're saying that you have no hope that it's going to change uh, and there's no not going to be a better future. But I think we are moving. We are change is occurring. But when you do when you act out like that, when we act out like that, it makes the idea of the inevitability and the regression or stagnation more real. Again, I, I see evidence of, of progress every single day in my world, in my life. I promise you. I see it in young people. I see it in older people as well. Believe me, I, 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 that's why I believe in the hope for progress, even if it's small steps. I know we can't get there fast enough for some people, and me included. I would like to, this all to be a part of our history. I, I remember when I when it first occurred, you know, something like this first occurred, I was like, oh my God, I thought we left that back in the 60s. I mean, okay, that might sound naive for sure. But I I guess I didn't see it in my world, thank God. And I, I am very profoundly sorry that it's still occurring. And I think a, a lot of people join me in that sentiment. I really do. Um, but we know this. We know progress is happening, and it is, is probably too slow for many of us. But if we can join together in the acknowledgement of that progress and put that in our minds and let love be our guide versus the fear of the prospect of that happening again and again, I think we'll, we could almost manifest it. I, I, I do. I believe in that. I mean, I read that stuff all the time, and I totally believe that there is something to be said, something very real to be said, that as we think, so it is. And if we collectively put our thoughts, our beliefs, our trust, our faith, in progress, in that kind of progress in humanity, but the belief in humanity, I think we can we can 
we can do more to change it swifter than we can with violence. I can I can tell you that because two wrongs will never make a right ever. You know, my mom used to say that and I'd always think, well, of course not, you know, two wrongs will never make a right. But this, but this showed it to me in exponential format. I mean, you know, to say that I'm going to loot and create violence and, and put people in people's lives in jeopardy just because a man's life was taken and I want to make a point. How is that making the point? You're doing the same thing the offender did. So, you know, fighting hate with more hate, I mean, it doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> and I just had to say it. Um, Ask yourself before you join in any mindless, hateful activity, what does or will it ever accomplish? What will it accomplish if you live with fear and live with the idea that something bad is going to happen? Why not just switch it and live with love and believe that something good is happening? See the good. You know, before you can actually see it, I think you have to believe it. I really do. I think that's why I see it. I see it everywhere. I see people loving each other of all colors and faiths. I see it every day in my life. Believe me. And I know there are people listening to this that can say the same thing. It, 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 it'll never help to do this. That's what Martin Luther King stood for. He was for peaceful protest, not for violence, because violence will only beget more violence, and we know that. But what about the idea of your thoughts create your beliefs, your beliefs create your attitudes, your attitudes generate the action that you take in life? Think about that, because the people that are are orchestrating this violence are are just telling me that they are being guided by the fear. They're not being guided by hope or love. It's all about the fear and that's never going to achieve anything in the world. And it'll it'll just take us down further and not and, and not lift us up. And we need to be lifted up. You know, once you give in to the fear it creates how you think, how you actually manifest it. You know, ask yourself, am I looking for it? Is that why it's it's happening? Am I not looking for where the love is? Because I, like I said, if I can use myself as an example, and I think I can, I see the love. Maybe it's because I feel the love first. Maybe because I think of love first. I am optimistic. I'm not Pollyanna. I'm, I, I'm just an optimist. I'm just a hopeful optimist who is trying to live life guided by love, not fear. And the pandemic itself, I, I talked about this on, on a previous podcast, may have been um, another manifestation of our collective fear in the world. And, you know, I mean, read about these things if you're, you know, I'm, I know I'm more inclined to, to kind of read these things because I believe in them. And, you know, we, we kind of reinforce our beliefs by, by more information about how we believe. <laughs> and I, I, I suppose that that's why I, um, 
I keep reading that stuff because I believe it. But I ask you to open your mind and and just read the you know Paul Levy, some of Paul Levy's work. He's created a website. I forget the name of his website, but I will mention it or have it on my um, on my notes for this podcast. Uh, you know he he believes in our collective manifestation of our reality, and this you know for me, COVID and this kind of um, example of George Floyd's murder and then subsequent uh, reaction on the part of people who are not peaceful, who are um, orchestrating violence to make a point. I mean, I just, it doesn't make any sense. And you're hurting, I saw a black man on, on, um, small business owner, a black man on TV, and he was crying. He was in tears because his small business was completely wrecked by these people, by these violent, um, uh, violent people that were out on the streets in the middle of the night. And he said he didn't know what he was going to do. Um, I, I, my heart broke for that man. I just can't believe that we can't see that as wrong if not more wrong than what has happened to occur uh to this this uh who seemed like a a lovely man this george floyd it's as wrong at the very least it's as wrong you cannot tell me that all of these people whose businesses you are wrecking, the, the hundreds of thousands of dollars that you are you have stolen, and the uh, I'm those people. I'm not saying my audience, but um, in the the thousand the hundreds of thousands of dollars in not only the stolen merchandise but the burned merchandise, cars and and buildings, and and it's just to me that's deplorable we, we can't stand with that we can all stand with peaceful protest though I guarantee you I don't know one person I don't personally know one person and I know an awful lot of people that couldn't say that they were horrified by that death of George Floyd especially as we looked at it as we were we had to look at it because it was videotaped and maybe that's purposeful too maybe that happened because we needed to see it and hear it with our own eyes and ears I don't know um I mean we can put our heads heads in the sand only too long only so long and I know I'm one person who would rather not know that that existed I have to say but knowing it now I I can 100% understand I can't feel I can't say that I feel exactly what a black person might feel but I can definitely stand with you in the absolute horror and the belief that that should never ever happen Anyway, guys, I hope uh, you all, um, you know, write me, you can, you can, uh, you can join me in, in, in uh, a further conversation about this just by writing me and letting me know um, if you'd like to be on the podcast with me and talk about this. I would completely invite you to do that. Anyway, I hope you have a, a beautiful day. And thank you for listening to this podcast. And remember that the only way to live is with love in your life, personally and professionally. Until next time, guys. Bye-bye.